All right, you ready to go? Yeah, I'm all set and ready. I've got my cup of tea and I've got a banana. All right, perfect. All right, welcome to You're Cool With Me. I'm Easton. Uh, that's Chris. Maybe that's Chris. I don't know how I'm going to edit this. On one side of me is Chris. Uh, we are talking today about a topic that I am bringing to the table, and we're going to have a lovely discussion where we will not hate each other at the end, but we will express <laughs> our opinions. Be? What's it going to be? Oh, I don't know. What's it going to be? <laughs> a reminder that we are not experts. We are just expressing opinions. These opinions might change, and we are not going to hate each other about them, so hopefully you don't hate us about them either. That's the goal. Positivity. So... All right, uh, before I talk about the subject, how are you doing, Chris? Pretty good. Like I said earlier, I'm, I'm feeling a bit low energy, nice and chilled. It's always a nice balance between you and me that I'm just feeling quite relaxed today. But yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm okay. I've got, like I said, got my banana and my cup of tea. Everything's all right. My poor cat has had some injuries recently, some poor spots. No! And she's got a little cut on her back, so she's not allowed out at the moment, so... That makes for fun nights. That's probably why I'm so chilled because she's just like she usually goes out at night. But now yeah, she's just like yeah. meow, 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 all the way through the night. I'm like, uh, <laughs> that might be why. Oh my gosh! I think I've just put two and two together. That's why I'm so so low energy today is because I haven't been sleeping. Because she's but she's all right. She's ill. But other than that, I'm fine. How are you? Yeah. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm pretty good. You know, it's earlier than we usually record and like I definitely I stumbled out of bed and I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna have enough energy, but like, you know, just like 10 minutes of watching TikToks and I'm good to go. <laughs> what time is it for you? It is. Oh, what time is it? I think it's about 9.30 now. 9.30 uh, oh, a.m. Okay, so that's a that's a fairly normal time. It's not like some. It's like a fairly four, normal time. Yeah, I'm it's not just like some a one of those whip. ridiculous mornings, like six in the morning or something like that. Oh know, gosh, like no, gosh, no! Be, if it was six in the morning, I'd be like, I'm sorry, we cannot record today. I am <laughs> not. I am not recording a podcast at six in the morning. Good lord, no. Okay. I can't imagine you not having any energy, you know, either, Easton. You said I didn't right. have. I just can't imagine you ever being low energy, but. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a weird phenomenon when it does happen. <laughs> so what, what is it you've, uh, you, you got me to talk about today? Alright, so the topic that I'm bringing to the table, and this is one, now that my family's listened to a few episodes, they're bringing like, oh, you should talk about this and this and that and this. And uh, this is one thing that they suggested. Friendships. The thing about friendships in the modern age, what the heck is going on with friendships? Why is it so weird? Because namely... Why is it so weird? It's so weird! <laughs> and maybe this is more me and my sister's generation, but friendships are just not there. Like, even if there's someone that we'd like to get to know, the idea of, like, asking them, like, hey, do you want to hang out? It seems like you're committing to a friendship. And then if you don't like them, then you're stuck to them forever. Because they'll obviously like you and want to hang out with you. So, <clears throat> th like, that's one of the things we were talking about. And, I don't know, I guess I'm curious, do you feel like... Friendship-wise, how does it go for you in the modern age? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, um, 
I don't know what else to say for that. Uh, yeah. You asked me what is friendship like for me, or what what's my perception of it, or what in the modern age, or now, or in in my life and stuff. I, when I when you first asked it, I thought, the first thing I thought was. I was thinking about dogs <laughs> and how they just walk up to each other and go, you right, mate? You right, mate? And they just play with each other and they, yeah. they, they go away. And I was thinking then about primary school and, and, and middle school. We have two-tier education in some parts mm -hmm. of England. And I was thinking about how in primary school I remember being like that and just walking up to anybody and playing with them, whatever they were playing with, and just joined in. And, yeah. um, and in middle school, I, I saw primary school and middle school, I saw my daughter do that, but she changed partway through middle school and she became... Mm -hmm. uh, it became more of a, became more of a, a choice, like who shall I be friends with? I don't want mm. to be friends with them. It, yeah. Than than it was just a, I'm gonna just talk to anybody and play with anybody for yeah. her. And I don't remember, I don't remember if that happened for me. I do remember in my early kind of youth and teens up until my twenties, I, I suppose to a certain degree, I would just talk to anybody. Mm -hmm. uh, when I was like hanging out in, in certain places where it was very social but but not in general and, and I see my dad now as an old man and he, he always all the way through his life not just as an old man but he's an old man now but all the way through his life I've seen him he just talks to literally anyone anyone <laughs> anyone anyone on the street oh anyone have a big old long conversation with it with them and he doesn't consider that to be establishing a permanent friendship it's just he was a country lad when he was brought up and mm -hmm. brought up in the country in England and that's just what you do you just say hello to everybody mm -hmm. and chat with them if you can and you know you, then eventually friends come out of that and now I've still got a little bit of that I'll say hello to people and I'll be all right how you doing but I won't necessarily have a long conversation with them like my dad will mm -hmm. or like I would have or I would have joined a game with my daughter with, with my friends when I was a little boy or my daughter or I saw my daughter do the same when she was in in school so mm -hmm. there's something different about what my dad does and how he is mm -hmm. he will literally just talk to anybody and I have had in the past not often but some people say to me isn't it weird when somebody just talks to you out of the blue you know yeah. some people say that, that they find it strange for a stranger to just strike up a conversation with them I, I mean, don't it, it depends on the situation I suppose I've never found it strange if a stranger talk, starts talking to me. I mean, you know, if I'm running from the police or dealing with a cardiac arrest or something, I think if somebody comes up to me and says, oh, what did you think of Star Trek last night? I think to myself, that's probably the wrong time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but they don't tend to do that. They tend to, they would only strike up a conversation with somebody who, who would be in a clearly relaxed or open position. People don't end up to walk up to people and just talk to them uh, if, unless they're if they're um, engaged in something. Um, but whenever anybody has, when I've been out on a walk or stuck on a train station, often it's happened on a train station or bus stop, places like that, um, I'm fine with it. And I yeah. do it a little bit, but not as much as my dad. Mm -hmm. But there are people, and I have, as I said, experienced people who do say they find it strange when a stranger strikes up a conversation with them. And I don't, and I've never mm -hmm. asked them why, and maybe I should, and maybe that's something I'd like, I might do next time somebody says it to me, and maybe we'll get to that in this. I mean, but, bus stop or train station, maybe? Like, if there's someone sitting next to you, I can see that. It's still a little strange to me, but on a walk is when it's the weirdest. Like, well, I've, like well, I really, I don't find it weird at all. If somebody's out on a walk on their own as well, and I'm, you know, and and we pass each other, and somebody goes, "Oh, how you doing?" and then and you go, "You're all right," and they do that little bit of kind of slowing down, and you do that slowing down, 
that shows that you're free uh -huh. to do it and then they start to strike up a conversation with you that's cool but I suppose it's maybe it's how they do it. If somebody just walks up to you, whatever the situation goes, you're all right. How are you doing? What do you think of so and so? <laughs> that's that's kind of problematic. But there's that kind of slow kind of dance between people, like mm. on a walk or in a bus stop. On a bus stop, you might or at a train station, you might make eye contact at first. And in England, I don't know if it happens in America, you might roll your eyes or shrug or go, "We're having to," you know. I mean, you might do something that engenders some form of emotional connection and reaction. And if you get a good from that, then you might say, um, "It's cold and it or something like that. And it starts, doesn't it? You know, you don't just... But, yeah, you're right. If someone launches into a conversation just out of the blue, that's that's always absolutely weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is that what you experience most of, then? Do you experience more just people start out of the blue with no kind of leading? Or, or, or is it even if somebody did a kind of a little bit of a eye contact and a shrug and mm -hmm. stuff, would you still find that strange out on a walk or in a train station or something like that? I guess, no, I wouldn't find that strange. When there is a little bit of a lead-in, it's fine. The conversation going on for a long time, though, that would be weird. <laughs> like, like, I mean, if you're, yeah, like, sitting yeah. next to each other at a train station or a bus station or, like, on an airplane, I get that. I get that. I'm an introvert, so I might not want it to go on very long, but I wouldn't think it was weird if it did. It's weird, like, when I'm on a walk with my dog and I pass by somebody's house and, like, they're, like, maybe they're outside or something and I'm like, hi, and they're like, hey, and I'm like, how are you doing? And they're like, good, how are you? And, like, then I move on, usually, at that point. It's weird when the conversation keeps going and going and going because, like, what? I'm on a walk. So, I'm so, walking my dog. He's like, why are we stopped? For, what's too far for you then? What's too far for you then as a conversation? Good question. Um, the, you gave the impression just then to me, and it's maybe wrong, um, that, that, it, that, hey, how you doing? Yeah, nice day, and it, see you later, is about enough for you. And, that, and anything beyond that, that's what I, I thought that you were suggesting, that anything beyond that was... Um, was too much but like a is, little is more it, beyond that is fine i guess i'm i'm fine with like small talk i guess i would say when it becomes actually something like a deep conversation and i'm like just it, it just catches me off guard and i'm like definitely when i think about walking i'm usually not walking by myself i'm walking with my dog so he's mm. he's like Ugh, why are we stopped here for so long? Because it's usually in front of a house. It's usually... I don't run into other people walking a lot. So I think it'd just be weird if it came to a long conversation at that point with someone that I don't know. And also, kind of going back to that idea that there's no usually no one else on a walk, like... Very few people are outside anymore. Like, one thing my dad talked about when me and my sister were talking about, ah, oh, friendships are so weird. He said people used to just go outside and sit on their porch and interact with the neighbors. That doesn't happen a lot. It, I would say the same about my neighborhood when I was a kid. There was more people would be just hanging outside the door, talking to each other and help each other and if they saw something happening they would be there to help each other and mm -hmm. or, or, or offer or whatever that community kind of thing and I do and I don't see as much of that now mm -hmm. I do see some of my neighbors hanging out sometimes and I do like nod and say hello to my neighbors but they're mm -hmm. all a bit like 
all right, Noddy, and they might think the same thing to, of me. They're not sure whether they can start a conversation. Yeah. I've put it down to where I now live, however, because I've moved away from the kind of environment that I lived into a fairly more upmarket, mm-hmm. posh town. And I have found that the posh of the town, because I've lived in a few different places, mm-hmm. I have found that the posh of the town, the more protective people feel in general about things and the more mm-hmm. defensive people are and the more ambitious people are and the mm-hmm. more they struggle to let people in. And I wonder if there is something connected with things like ambition and achieving success that mm-hmm. also you know there's a it couples it with a bit of defensiveness and a bit of sense of need for security because if you've got something that's valuable you do want to protect it Mm -hmm. so i wonder whether this because the world is fairly is a fairly ambitious world um and i've got social media in the back of my mind as an influence on the change in friendship as well which i think is worth talking about i wonder whether the environment i lived i grew up in the road still exists it still looks exactly the same i wonder if the people are the same i don't know Mm -hmm. um i wonder if it really is a posh versus poor situation mm. back in my dad's day while he was while his parents lived in a big house uh and they lived in the country they weren't rich by any stretch of imagination it's just mm-hmm. you know what you could get for the money back then was more um, and i expect your parents would say the same thing and not not just more but a lot more and <laughs> life was easier to be healthy and easier to take time to go outside and things like that so i think there's something to be said for that the actual sense of not just the sense of freedom, but the actual chance for the freedom to do these things mm-hmm. has been taken away with the increase in load and work and expectations and things like that. And I think about the ambition and, you know, and achieving things and success and whether that does make you feel a bit more defensive and protective and therefore mm-hmm. worried what anybody contacting you for any reason might be. Um, mm-hmm. What drives it up for you then? What is it that is... It? So I, I was wondering when you were talking about when your walks, for instance, worth, mm-hmm. worth continuing along that path because it's a nice one. Um, is it... I was wondering whether it was there was something attached to your kind of focus and your attention and your intention for the walk. Mm-hmm. Like you've actually mm-hmm. gone out mm-hmm. to be silent, to be in nature, to be on your own. And, and actually anybody talking to you is not... It's not them doing anything bad or anything like that, mm-hmm. but it's just that that's not what you were there for. It's not what you wanted. It's like someone giving you, mm-hmm. taking you to, to, to a to a fairground when you're out on a country walk. It's like that's not what I wanted. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of thing. Is there is there something like that, or is there more to it? Is there some of the fear elements? Because of course, there's lots of uh, being a woman, you might have some fear elements if a big man started talking to you. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. There are some women that feel that very strongly, and there are some men that feel that. I'm. We've talked about this. I'm very scared when people walk behind me especially if mm-hmm. I don't know who they are I get yeah. worried so is there a fear element to it is there a I don't think if you look there's... deeply in yourself is there a competitive element to it is there that the, are they the kind of person you think oh I don't want to talk to you because <laughs> because you got these clothes or you got that kind of gun or your whatever you know yeah. you, your house looks like this is there is or there so yeah is it yeah. fear is it focus is it competition or is it something else yeah. I don't think it's fear or competition it might be not that not that I want to be like focused on silence or anything, but it might be usually when I go on a walk, it's because I'm walking my dog. And so I guess my goal is to get my dog to walk. So when someone does stop and have me talk for a while, that goal of having my dog walk, that stops as well. Because, yeah, he's outside, he's probably sniffing at the grass, but we're not moving in a forward direction 
we're not actually accomplishing the walk. And in another sense, I like to take like this loop path before I come back. It is also extending the length of time that it takes me to make the walk. And I could be doing other things. So maybe it is more, I am very task focused and I wasn't expecting all of a sudden a relationship focus to come in. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is very. Like it gets in the way of your. It gets in the way of your purpose, isn't it? Yeah. You had a purpose. Yeah. To do what you were doing, and and this this is just a diversion kind. Yeah, of thing. yeah. Like I'm probably thinking while I'm walking the dog, I'm walking the dog, and when I get back home, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do that. Mainly because of my OCD, because yeah. that's the way my OCD works. I have my list of things that I'm going to do, and that has got in the way sometimes of when people interrupt me in that task-oriented mindset, I'll get, I used to get very stressed out. I think I'm a lot better about that now. In... We do have a lot to do in general, though, people, don't we, nowadays? Oh my we gosh, a lot yes. to do, you know, there, there, there is, and, and the things that we, d we do aren't necessarily very wholesome and valuable, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, I would look back at my dad's childhood and his, and his, you know, his childhood and, and what his parents are like. Mm. Um, they didn't have so many little tasks to do mm. as we do. Just little, seemingly inconsequential, but actually fairly important in some ways, tasks uh -huh. to do. Um, but they did have quite a lot of big things that they had to do. Um, and I, and I, yeah, you know, you when you're doing a big thing that's made up of lots of component tasks, you're, you know. Mm -hmm. I think you can put it down and pick it up a bit easier. There's a love for it as an art. There's a creativity mm -hmm. in it. There's some some personal value for you. You get something mm -hmm. out of it. But a lot of the busy, busy stuff that we that most people I see doing today nowadays, the, that 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 emotional that soul value is quite hard to find in it. Mm -hmm. I think it's very hard to find that in it. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it doesn't exist in it, but mm -hmm. I just don't think it's as obvious or we're as used to seeking it so maybe we, we as a society as a world going through a change from one mm -hmm. area that we feel value mm -hmm. and is and, and that we don't that doesn't drain us while yeah. we're doing it to another area that at the moment while yeah. we're doing the tasks that re it requires they drain us because they're not the mm -hmm. same as the things we've learned to mm -hmm. gain value from so i don't know whether that means we will learn mm -hmm. to gain value from these new tasks or whether they are draining tasks that we should t mm -hmm. learn to put to one side i will say that taking a control over them and doing less of them for me, mm -hmm. less of the what appear to be mundane and pointless tasks, mm -hmm. is does make an easier and more satisfied life with more yeah. room in it to do then the stopping and talking. Mm. So I wonder whether there's a sense of busyness, a sense of urgency, yeah. a sense of purpose like you were talking about. Yeah, so, pervades... so maybe as a society, as a world society, maybe, probably not everywhere, but... No, would you say that we've gone from a more relationship-oriented world to a more task-oriented task world? I don't know if I'd be that quite that specific, mm -hmm. but I would say that the tasks that we have to... 
I'll go back to the pandemic and what influenced mm. the, the now story that we work on as we're working mm. on as well is that when in the pandemic when people's when the expectation for doing all these tasks and all these little things for both work and private life mm. went away people were free mm. to help each other and they did mm. um, and or they not only, and, and or they took up hobbies and started doing more creative and so they did these valuable things that, mm. we, that I'm t- we were talking about maybe we've lost mm-hmm. so I don't know if as a people it's lost as a perhaps as a society the room for it it isn't retained as Mm -hmm. much as it it used to be and also not only that the actual work that you do for for living Mm -hmm. doesn't include it anymore Mm. so a lot of the jobs back in back in my dad's day and a lot of the life tasks were still you know jobs that there was love in that there was soul you know and focus and Mm -hmm brilliance and creativity in and there's the I, I I think maybe our minds and our hearts struggle to find that that inspiration that creativity in many of the tasks that we do nowadays and many of the activity and many of the activities we have nowadays as well like mm-hmm. like social media just scrolling looking at people being a tiny bit narcissistic like we are talking about <laughs> our thoughts like they're important for everybody in the world yeah <laughs> um, they're not important um, but we are we know that. <laughs> As if, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But that, but that whole thing, that the, the nourishment that it used to exist in, mm-hmm. in, in the day-to-day life as well as in the, the hobbies mm-hmm. is hard to find, maybe doesn't exist, mm-hmm. and the space for it isn't there yeah. outside of that. Um, and so therefore, I think, I think perhaps we connect easier mm-hmm. over those things. And when, when we've got like mm-hmm. a permanent purpose, focus and we, we and even there's philosophy there's kind of behavioral philosophies that mm-hmm. talk about how people need to have a focus people mm-hmm. people need to have a purpose you know it's one yeah. of the key foundations of you know you need to have a purpose well i know that but actually we talking about it sometimes when you are when you do have like an all-consuming purpose mm-hmm. it can get too far yeah and you cut everything out like the opportunities for yeah. connecting or with, with somebody on a dog walk yeah because you focus on the purpose of that yeah and whether Maybe that whole idea has gone a bit too far. Like like new mm. ideas do, you push them and then you have to come back from them. And maybe yeah. the idea is, yeah, it's good to have a purpose, but it's also good to have some time with no purpose. Mm. And that is something that both my parent, my dad, and your parents would say is time mm-hmm. to literally do nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is really important. And I, yeah. I, you know, I had less of that than my dad, but my dad would definitely say sitting around and having nothing to do is extremely important. Oh for, yeah for good mental health, creativity, and connection with people, because it drives you to all of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't get any of that, or as much of that nowadays. Yeah. For whatever yeah. reason. And I would, I would argue that technology plays a major part in why that has become the case. Because now, and this is probably something I've heard from my parents as well, but... Nowadays, we can always be working. Back in the day, you would work at work. But now, since you can work at home, since you can work after hours, there's a bit of pressure of, why aren't you doing that? Why aren't you working? When you can be working all the time, why aren't you getting all of these things done? Why are you doing nothing? And that pressure comes from the outside and the inside as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not only the fact that um, 
you can be working all the time. Um, and much of the stuff that you do for your own life feels very similar to work stuff as well nowadays, mm -hmm. where there was a clear division in, in what you would do in your in your in your non-work life and what you mm -hmm. would do in your work life yeah. before technology. Now it even blurs what is work and what isn't work, as mm -hmm. well as the time you can do and the amount of work you can do. And it makes things feel worky when they're not. Mm -hmm. And it sometimes makes work feel non-worky when yeah. it is. And I think there's that kind of um, discord as well, mm -hmm. uh, cognitive dissonance. Yeah. But you started off talking about friendship, and we very quickly came on to this idea of um, how the how, you know focus and purpose. And yeah. That was because um, you didn't have time to talk to somebody uh, yeah. on the dog yeah. walk. Yeah. I think it's all very related. Like I think. I think purpose. I think the idea of yes, I think it is all very. Because I was gonna, that's what I was going to say to you. How 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 is it? Do you think this this part of the conversation we're having is related to friendship and the weirdnesses you see in friendship? Mm -hmm. I I think it's because. I know you didn't want to make a definitive statement about this, but if we as a society have become more task oriented, we tend to see relationships as, I, I want to say a waste of time. And I think we don't see relationships as a waste of time necessarily. But I was thinking while you were just talking then, the idea of hanging out with someone, I know that's going to take at least a few hours out of my day. And if I think about it, if I ask someone to hang out, I know that means I'm going to have less time to do all of the stuff that I need to do, all of the tasks that I have. So, one, I want to make sure that I'm not hanging out with people too much. Although, to be honest, I probably just have too many tasks to do. And two, if I am hanging out with someone, I want it to be someone that I enjoy hanging out with. Otherwise, it was just a waste of, few, of a few hours, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I was also wondering whether, because I see some stuff about um, online and in places about other places that, and people talking about, you know, making sure you only really connect with people who, where there's a... A mutual value and stuff mm. like that and and I wonder whether there's a, been a shift towards connections relationships friendships having a having a purpose and not I'm not necessarily talking about it being selfish mm. it's a one-way yeah. purpose but people are plenty plenty of people are very good at making sure that all of their connections all of their relationships mm -hmm. have a two-way purpose and they give as much value as they take mm -hmm. but still the idea that every single connection you have mm -hmm. must have a purpose yeah rather than some of them are just there because they always have been and they're lovely people and they're yeah. there and, they're, and they're, they're kind of amusing uh, <laughs> and sometimes they're a bit smelly and a bit annoying um, but you know in general they're quite nice to be around and, uh -huh. and, and they've always been there and they're lovely um, and and, that, and that's it there's no purpose mm -hmm. for it there's no yeah. you know and I wonder whether that whole idea of that purpose just you know keeps you focused on one thing like you've talked about too many mm -hmm. tasks to meet your to meet your purpose mm -hmm. relationships must have a purpose so that you can attain mm -hmm. your purpose yeah. um all of it you know it, it detracts from that space mm -hmm. to just be mm -hmm. with people and I, and I think I would say as I'm saying that I'm not entirely certain I know 
how to do that? Would you know if you if you were told, right, for the next day, you've just got to hang out with these people. No, you've not got to achieve anything. You've not got mm -hmm. to do anything, not become anything, not, mm -hmm. not take any steps on your path. Next, next week, for the whole next week, how, do you know how to just do nothing with others? I do. I, w I would say that I do know that. When you were saying, like, with all friendships, there is some sort of purpose now. I've, I feel like that's a very a, a starting point for friendships. And this is something my sister and I have talked about. We don't just go up to random strangers and talk to them. It's more of a... We we have a purpose that we're interacting with them. They're at work, maybe they're at church in a small group, um, and hopefully eventually they become friends. I know right now I'm really, I really value my Bible study that I go to on Monday nights. And at first I definitely didn't want to go to that Bible study, not because there's anything wrong with the people, but because Ugh, people um, doing and doing things doing things yeah. people and doing things oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> but now i really value those people i have become a part of that group i've been able to be more myself i make them laugh that makes me happy and one of my favorite things i love the bible study but i also love when it's over and we just get to hang out afterwards and sometimes we go out to eat, sometimes I'll stay and I'll hang out with a couple of them and watch videos and play video games. And there's a part of me sometimes when I go to Bible study that thinks, okay, you gotta go home afterwards so you can get some sleep or so you can do some tasks that need to get done, but most of the time I end up staying late anyways because I know that it's valuable time and I know that I enjoy hanging out with these people and I just, I value that a lot and I think it's something that I need in my life, but I wouldn't have gotten there if it weren't me forcing myself to go to Bible study to interact, to actually give up my Monday nights and to do that. Even though I think at first, all of these people, I was like, mm, I'm not sure if they're kind of my vibe. They're my vibe now, so. Mm. Truth yeah. is, the truth is everybody's everybody's vibe. Once you get to know each other, once you spend time with anybody, um, and again, my dad and, and your parents will know this. Um, once you spend time with anybody, mm -hmm. you'll find common ground and you'll get on with them. And yeah. you know, you may not be like become like best of friends and see each other all the time, but there isn't mm -hmm. really anybody in the world that anybody else can't get on with, you know, in some way or another. Um, yeah. I, when you were talking, then I was just thinking about. Um, I was thinking about nature and animals, and I was going to ask, you know, because you were putting forward the idea that, that uh, which is perfectly standard and. Uh, you know, and normal for everyone is that 
the purpose comes first and the friends grow out of that. Mm-hmm. So you, you might be, the, the purpose is work and you're working together and then you make friends there or like you Bible study or, or, mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. And that is a very, very pr- pretty standard thing everywhere. They say, you know, do things that you're interested in to meet people that you're like. Mm-hmm. And then that's how you grow friendships. And on the face of it, that sounds perfectly sensible. I mean, there's no arguing that. Yeah, do mm-hmm. things you like because other people will be doing them, then you'll meet people you like. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, make the purpose sense. Logic is perfectly sound there. But I still look at, again at nature and at animals, and I look at look at the our parents' generation and before that, and that isn't how they necessarily always worked. It wasn't the only choice. Nature, mm-hmm. you know, yes, you know, birds. I expect all go and eat the same food and then they end up hanging out with the birds that all and they all like the food that's <laughs> dropped by that cafe in that park over there and that's how they um become friendships as birds have to the, to the, to the degree but i just don't think it's the same i don't think there is i think also animals just hang out in places and hang out with the same animals mm. and it just grows from just doing nothing together and mm. back in the day my dad's day and certainly my dad's parents day as well mm-hmm. yes of course you would go and do things that you enjoyed and meet people who like those things mm-hmm. but there would also be a significant proportion of time when you were doing nothing not you know not doing mm-hmm. not sitting around doing nothing but when you were just hanging around walking around the streets looking at things you know mm-hmm. go to the local park whatever you know just and and you meet people that way and mm-hmm. i suppose on the one hand that is the same as going doing things that you like as walking mm-hmm. around the streets and walking around the park you wouldn't do it if you didn't like it but it it's distinctly different in my mind from the going to an organised thing that you may or may not have to pay for, but you have mm. to sign up for and be and do regular, etc. Yeah. And just kind of being very loose about, I'll spend the day there, or I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll look, open the door, and if there's a, my neighbour is standing outside his door, I'll have a chat, and it might last all day, and that'd be great. We'll have lots of cups of tea, and you know, that you could do that mm-hmm. if you wanted to choose to do that on some days back. A long, long time ago, in my dad's day and, and my my pet dad's my grandparents' day, mm-hmm. I don't think the chance is as much, and I think it's important. I think that 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 way of making friends, and I go back to dogs, mm-hmm. you know, when the dogs are in the park, they they do not have a purpose. They haven't gone over to that dog and sniffed its bum just because in the back of their mind they're like, oh, that dog might help me write my my story, <laughs> or that dog might help me build my patio, or or whatever. They've gone over there because there's another dog and they love seeing other dogs. They're just like, you're right, hello doggy, yeah, I'm a dog too. Let's sniff each other's bums and play. <laughs> you know, and I'm not suggesting that humans sniff each other's bums, but oh. I, th- I think we lack that form of connection nowadays. And I think mm. that form of connection creates a different form of root of a different form of friendship. Mm-hmm. And I think the friendships that are rooted out of purpose, or having a common purpose, like what you've talked about, while they are good, mm-hmm. I think they dissipate when that common purpose goes. When you leave work, while mm-hmm. you might maintain some contact with some of the people from work, it's not the same. You're not yeah. part of the pub visits. You're not part of the work trips, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. And it does change the friendship. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think the friendships that are built out of that dog style of when there was time to just literally do nothing, nothing, and I mean mm-hmm. genuine nothing, nothing, um, on your own where you until you bump into somebody and then you've got the time to have a long chat and it doesn't matter that you're having this long chat and they're getting in the way of your purpose because mm-hmm. you had no purpose for that day mm-hmm. I think those friendships are different friendships and because they're rooted in nothing and so they can survive anything mm-hmm. because you don't have to have that common purpose that ties you together you, you, you know you became friends 
for no reason, with no common common ground. Yeah. And you are still friends. And yeah. so I so I do think there is something else. And I go back to the pandemic that 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 when the time was given back to the people, when they had less to do, when there was mm-hmm. less expectation on people they did do more of that and it did mm-hmm. change a lot of yeah. how people saw things. It changed my perspective on the potential for humanity mm-hmm. um, completely, completely. I thought, oh my God, we've still got that capability. We're still people that would totally connect with each other. Yeah. Um, if we were sitting around doing nothing, we would. Um, and we did. Uh, and I just kind of think, I think that's what my dad would say is missing. I think that's what your parents would say is missing is that free time to do absolutely nothing and meet people for no reason and have the freedom to actually allow that to turn into a whole afternoon skimming Mm -hmm. stones at the beach with a complete stranger Mm -hmm. you know so how would we even begin to do that when we are in this task-oriented society i I yeah (laughs) i think this is gonna i think this is gonna sound too simple uh for people to believe and i and i think and i think I thought it was too simple for people to believe, for me to believe, and I thought it was a stupid thing for anybody to say before I did it. And it has proved to be just as simple as others were saying, and as simple as the people who I thought were stupid for saying it. <laughs> it is as simple as it has been as simple for me um, to 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 do. I mean, I've been through a couple of bits of difficulty in it, but in terms of the, the thing that I'm going to say, it, it it was it was just almost a switch. Now I am saying it with a little bit of, I will say it with a little bit of tentativeness because I haven't managed to make it fully permanent on, but I have flicked the switch and seen that that switch absolutely changes things mm-hmm. and turn and changes the light. You can literally just say to yourself, those things there, those things that are problematic and calling me, causing me upset, and uh, making my life too full so that I haven't got the freedom to do other things. Mm-hmm. You can just say, I'm not going to do those anymore. Mm. I'm going to do things that are valuable to me, that give mm. me value and, and give others value and are nourishing and get, and leave the space and the time for me to do the things that I need to do and be uh, free to connect with people. Yeah. You can do that. Um, That's hard. It's just... <laughs> it's, 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 so the thing is, it's, it's hard. It, there, there's a lot to do to achieve it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But it is. It is just a decision to make. And if you do... and. It, it, it's the decision to, that's, that's hardest to make because it's like diving into, it's like diving into a cold pop up, you know, a, a, a pool full of freezing cold water. That sense of oh my god, what happened when I, you know, <laughs> you, you want to go in really slowly, um, but and it is scary, and but it is a really powerful decision. If you go, I am going to take my time back and I am going to free my mind and be free mm-hmm. and stop. And if this person wants to talk to me, I'll talk to them for half an hour. That would be great. I'll have some real fun yeah. talking to them. And then I'll carry on on my walk. And then I'll be late for so-and-so. You know, as long as you, you, you do have to take a bit of charge of it and control it mm-hmm. and say, and if you're going to be late because of something else, you, you do need to communicate with others so that they mm-hmm. don't get upset and things like that. But you can choose to take that time back for yourself. And making that choice, you're right, Easton, does then force you to do a series of things that are quite hard. Yeah. But when you really believe in that choice, all of those hard things become much more nourishing because mm-hmm. they're 
taking you towards a choice that you know is positive because it's going to free yeah. you up. And they become less of, yeah. oh, God, I've got to do this, I've got to do this, I've got to do this, I've got to do this. You're doing it, yeah. you know, with all the big, th- all the little things that are bothering mm-hmm. you. You actually become, it actually changes it, everything to, I, I want to do this, I want to do this, and mm-hmm. because I'm crafting this, because I'm mm-hmm. crafting this, and I'm making myself free. Um, so, I, I, yeah, and, 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 I, and honestly, and I know you, you're, you're, you might be in the same mindset as I was when I heard others talk about this. Um, but, yeah, you can just go, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to give my time. Yeah. I think what's things. really yeah. hard is I think everything does have value. It's just whether it oh, has yeah, value for good. you. And there's there's so yeah. many things that are hard for me about this because this is this is a talk I've been having with quite a few people in my life lately. Like I am doing so much that I do not have time to do what I am doing. And it's it's those things, it's in my brain, and I keep saying it to people, is there are things that I need to drop. And... Yeah, you've said it to me before as well, Easton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. see, I've been telling everyone this. I'm, I've been telling everyone this for like two months. Like, I'm, I need to let go of some things. And I think I added something in that time. <laughs> um, but it's... Oh, so hang on. So it, that thing I was talking about, taking time back for myself or for yourself, mm-hmm. isn't necessarily, the only answer isn't necessarily to stop doing one of the ten things that you do and enjoy. <laughs> yeah. You take time back for yourself. You say, I'm still doing those ten things, uh-huh. but they've got less time available mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's one thing to consider as well, but... When I think about it, what I really, really, really enjoy doing is acting. And I think everything that I am doing is a way at least to network and has gotten me some opportunities. Like, all of these things that are not my goals necessarily, it's not my goal to necessarily do social media forever. It's not my goal necessarily to be copywriting forever. It's not my goal to be editing forever, but it all gets me to places where I want to be. But now I'm at the point that I'm like, I'm doing so much, I need to drop something. I don't necessarily agree that it's a case of having to drop something. Mm. I think that's one of the choices, mm-hmm. but there are always other ways of looking at things. Yeah. And, and I think... And I think there are some people out there who love doing, having lots of projects. I do. I like having loads of different yeah. things on the go. But the decision, the conscious decision I made that changed things was I am making time for myself to be, do nothing, mm-hmm. to be free. Mm-hmm. And if opportunities come for that more org- organic form of connection that just comes out of nowhere, that's not, not rooted in a sense of purpose, mm-hmm. I'm going to allow them... I'm going to allow myself time to follow them, so I will stop and chat to people now, mm-hmm. just around town, just in shops. If I go to the, the you know the, mm-hmm. the local DIY shop, I'll stand and sometimes I'll end up having a 20-minute conversation with the owner of the shop, mm-hmm. which I, I didn't used to do because I was always in a rush with a purpose, blah blah blah. blah. But now I just take the time, and if I'm late for somebody else, I, I'll text them and say I'm just going to be a bit longer. Something took longer, mm-hmm. you know. And I can't do that all the time because certain things have to have appointments, mm-hmm. you know, work, you know, etc. etc. Mm-hmm. But you can choose to allow yourself to take the time 
That is true. That is is free, and and that's mm -hmm. another example. Stopping and chatting with the local, with the people in the shops and everything like that. It's exactly something my dad and your parents would have uh -huh. done, and that's how yeah. you would have built networks. And there would have been no purpose. It's just friendly to do. Mm -hmm. But we feel like we've got no time for it. Yeah. Nowadays, and but the truth is, yeah. you do have the time. You 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 just have to make the choice to have that time. And the only mm -hmm. way you end up making that choice is by seeing the value in it and doing it a little bit and allowing mm -hmm. yourself to have a half hour longer dog walk because that mm -hmm. person, you know, why not talk to that yeah. person about whatever it is that person wanted to talk about. Yeah. And that's, that's one thing that's different across cultures. There's a lot of different aspects of cultures that I learned in my intercultural communication class, which actually led to me changing my major to communication. Um, but <laughs> time orientation is one of them in our society and Western society in general, there's this time orientation of, I have to be here at 3 p.m. I'm going to be there at 3 p.m. I might be there five minutes early. Uh, I am gonna do this at that time, this at that time. It's very, it, 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 in, in a sense, it is task focused in that time orientation. Yeah, Where other cultures, yeah. like uh, typically Hispanic cultures, South American cultures, they are, more relationship oriented in that way where they will be one hour two hours late to things because they were just having a chat with a friend that they didn't want it to end, end too soon they and that is okay in that culture and i find that really valuable and it's something that i have come back to a couple times like i want to be willing to just stay in a conversation and i think that's one of yeah. the things that has helped me not be so frustrated when people are interrupting my tasks is i see value in having these conversations so i need to be more present in this moment yeah. and be and okay about, about i think that. it's just about taking taking more of that value and finding and finding opportunities more for those organic natural conversations to happen and start mm -hmm. and they're all over the place you know you know getting on the bus, talking to the bus driver, you know, mm -hmm. walking down the street, helping an old lady do something or an old gentleman or somebody or helping some, not, not somebody old, you know, somebody who's young and needs help. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but there are all kinds of little opportunities to do that. And mm -hmm. they actually enrich life a lot more than you expect. Mm -hmm. And I think, yeah, and I think that, and I think you're right, there, there is a time orientation in, in our society. And I was thinking, I wonder whether that's always been part of the Anglo society, whether or not, whether it's industrialization that, that, that and, and the spread of that that took it into be a more time task focused approach. Mm. Did we have we always been like that? I don't think we have. I think maybe some of us have always been like a little bit more task focused, but mm. I, I, I do think some people in our the roots of some people in our world would would be much more along the lines of relationship focused. Yeah, and your your question early on, have we? Have we moved too far away from a relationship-focused society? We we may well have done. You might mm -hmm. be right. It may have gone too far, and there might be arguments to say like the, the Hispanic and the Hispanic societies maybe they've gone a bit too far in, in the other direction. And you know, if they really will be two hours late for somebody who's <laughs> waiting for them just for a chat, that is a tiny bit too much. But maybe it isn't. Maybe that is my Western society that's <laughs> making me feel it. Maybe it's fine. God, oh no! Ah! <laughs> How do I know? Is it okay? Yeah. Is it not okay? Uh, the truth is, it's okay, isn't it? Anything that you, what you want to do is okay. Um, That's true. Ways. That's true. Even um, even if we are solely task oriented, I guess if we find intrinsic value in that, like 
I guess that's okay. Like, I don't... Overall, I think balance is good, but with, I don't know if it's good for a person. It might be a case of coming to terms with um, coming to terms with what you've, what what the what chance you've got. You know, mm -hmm. I I would I, I don't agree with this, but there's an angle to look at this, which is you know, living in the society, the the method through for making friends is through purpose, mm -hmm. uh, and 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 that keeps you in the purposes because the friendships keeps you in the purposes, and that's part of. The, the structure of the system to maintain the the working working people is that they they only get their friends through through their mm -hmm. purpose so therefore they have to maintain the purpose which keeps mm -hmm. the whole of the organized system going and growing yeah. and delivering uh, um but you know how i feel about it all uh <laughs> yeah. whether i avoid touching on it in detail yeah. here is is another matter but um i yeah i i, I still I, I would say as you said there's time there's time for balance and mm -hmm. um I think I think I don't see enough of that yeah. free 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 form of friendship. But early on, I wrote down you, you right at the beginning. You said um, friendships in the modern age. Why are they so weird? <laughs> what well, I wanted to come back to after we've talked all about this. What we talked about, you know, the, the the idea of being purpose focused and task and time focused and how that removes the time, the the available time for us to make more natural friendships. What is it that's weird about friendships nowadays that you were thinking when you first started? And uh -huh. what prompted you to ask, to bring this question? What is it you find hard or strange about friendships? That's a great question. Part of what I find strange about friendships, and this I think does really have to do with the modern age, is that for some reason it has become a commitment and I think that's because with we have now constant access to one another. If somebody wants to text me right now, they could. And if I don't respond, they could find that very rude. And, you know, yeah. most of the people that know me know that I don't respond quickly, so hopefully they don't find that rude. Uh, but for the most part, when you are committing to a friendship, it becomes they have constant access to you. I was going to come, but well, I've written down, um, um, it, it feels like it's become a commitment. And I suppose I would, I would add to that, it feels it's like it's become a commitment too quickly. Because, of course, <coughs> a true friendship, <coughs> a true friendship is a commitment, doesn't it? And mm -hmm, yeah. we, are, we don't feel burdened by the commitments of our long mm -hmm. lifelong friends. But... Mm -hmm. You, I suppose you mean it, it, it becomes a commitment too early, is what you mean on that. Too yeah. quickly, too early. Do you have lifelong you, friends? And you, hang on a sec, I've just, I was summarising a few things, and then you've yeah. got, um, <laughs> I just got my mind on something. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got constant access, uh, meaning that, you know, a lack of response can feel so, mm -hmm. can, feel, can feel rude. Mm -hmm. And I was just kind of wondering, I wonder if that's connected to the purpose conversation. Mm. And to the idea that if friendships come out of a purpose, they almost come with a commitment mm. because that commitment is part of that purpose, that shared purpose, the commitment. You yeah. know? And I wonder whether those those friendships that come out of nothingness carry that. Uh, I wonder if they have that sense of immediate commitment. Maybe they do in the modern age with, as you mm -hmm. say, that's, that, that constant mm -hmm. access and that sense of urgency that we get from everything else that mm -hmm. pervades our relationships as well. Mm -hmm. And maybe that is part of the problem is that there's that 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 sense of purpose in everything, which mm -hmm. builds a sense of 
you know, yeah. commitment to a friendship. You know, they're there yeah. for a reason. And why? And, and I mean, and why on a, honestly, friendship in itself becomes a purpose. Like we are interacting with mm. people because we know we need friends. We know we need that relational commitment. It's not just oh, I'm interacting with this person. It's more I need a yeah. friend. So and that's I need, why I'm I need this, or I want them to help me with this, or, or, or that, or the other, or it becomes. Yeah. So I, I just, I just wonder whether you know, those things are newish. Mm -hmm. The idea that a connection is a commitment mm -hmm. before it, before it's grown any foundations or roots or anything that is mm -hmm. can be considered to be you know strong, like mm -hmm. a long, like long term friendship. Okay. And then there's that constant access and the per the sense of yeah. purpose. I just, I just wonder if friendships are turning into I wonder I think what I would question you is yeah has friendship gone and are we left with useful connections I kind of like I mean and useful connections would your parents what would your parents say my my dad would say friendships seem to have gone I would I would say Friendships seem friendships. to be gone, and I think a lot of that is you keep you keep mentioning lifelong friends. I don't well, have any of friends, those. Yeah. Um, my sister I has didn't necessarily one. Mean lifelong, but ones that have been in your life from five or six or seven years, you know, from school or whatever. Okay, um, then I might I might have one. Honestly, I, a lot of me and my sister's perspectives on friendships may be shaped from the fact that we have moved so much. And each move, yeah. like, I remember the first move, it was, oh, I'm going to still write to these people. And then uh, you never hear from them again. And yeah, the yeah, second move, I was more aware that that was going to happen. And I had a friend that was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to text you all the time. And I was like, okay. And uh, I never heard from her again. And yeah. like that, that, mo that move, I was like, I'm not even going to try with friends. And I ended up becoming really good friends with everybody in my eighth grade classroom. Like we were all really tight friends, probably the best friend group I've ever had. And, you know, then once we, it, we went into high school together and then the high school program ended. So we kind of all went separate ways and one of them, I would say, I was still friends with... I'm, I'm still kind of friends with now. We don't talk as much anymore, but every once in a while we do uh, see follow up with each other how we're doing. And there's another one that um, I talk to every once in a while as well. And those are probably the deepest friendships that I have had. Yeah. But honestly, so for the most part, out. you're right. It all, All of the friendships end once when the, the purpose, purpose ends yeah. once it's yeah, not exactly. easy to be in a friendship yeah. and that's that's really so, sad and, and, and yeah it is sad isn't it that that, that the purpose holds the friendships together mm -hmm. and uh, when we were when you, when you were talking about just that when i asked you the question is friendship gone and you think you, you know just pure, and i mean just pure friendship friendship mm -hmm. that has no purpose other than just you're a really nice person and I enjoy being in your presence mm -hmm. and let's just talk about whatever happens and we don't have to do anything. 
Um, I would I would go further then to say rather than has friendship gone because yes mm. you know I, my dad would say it has I think your parents might and you're saying your your experience is that you know that pure sense of friendship has gone mm. except maybe with a few people um, I would say there I would wonder then further the question towards has the space for friendship for pure friendship gone mm. is that what lack is that what our society currently lacks is that mm. we actually don't have that space that freedom and that ability mm. to just build those pure yeah yeah friendships that makes sense to me yeah yeah because you know the reason i don't text back a lot of the time is when i look at a message and i see like oh that doesn't need to be answered right away and i'm got to do this and this and this and this well, those are the friendship-building conversations, the ones mm. that don't need mm. to be answered right away. And I'm ignoring it because it I'm be doing this and this and this and this. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I need to get better about that. All of my friends out there and family that message me, I'm sorry. Um, but It's not you, It's not just you, Easton. It's not just yeah. you, it's all of us. In fact, yeah. this is something that when I was saying that it's a choice I've made and I've seen other people make the choice to go, right, I'm going to take that time back for myself. Mm -hmm. And all the things that I want to do, I'm not going to stop doing them. Mm -hmm. They've just got less time available to them because mm -hmm. I want more time for emptiness and nothingness and me. Mm -hmm. um, that's not something that you have to do or I have to do. It's something that we as a whole have to do. We have to take back our time mm -hmm. from the system that we live yeah. in. Because it is the system that expects mm -hmm. us to give all of our time to it. As yeah. you said, it's easy to give time to everybody and everything all at once. And mm -hmm. and we can only do it if we all go, do you know what? I ain't giving you so much time. I'm mm -hmm. taking it back and, and I'm going to take it back yeah. for me, for all of us, for mm -hmm. us to be able to just connect and doing nothing and just chill together. Yeah. And it's only something that will change is if everybody decides, I've had enough of giving mm -hmm all of myself and I am beginning to see some people in, in, in younger generations starting to talk about that you know mm -hmm. this is ridiculous this is you know, we, we, we give too much to something that doesn't mm -hmm. give back yeah you know that's what I would say in terms of the you said you started off by saying friendships are weird <laughs> and I would say I would say that you, you actually maybe you haven't really experienced or we less and less and less we experience true pure friendship mm -hmm. because we haven't yeah. got the time for it what do you think? What do you think that is is kind of the reason? What do you feel now about friendships? Do you feel that they're weird now, or do you feel uh, different towards them? And like actually, the connections you've got are useful connections, and mm -hmm. friendship is something that you're going to seek in a different way as well, or, or going to try and hold on to differently. What do you think about right now? How we as a group of people, as a society, yeah. could change the problems that we there is with friendship. Uh -huh. what, what, yeah, what do you think about everything? Right now, I feel inspired to become more relationship focused i feel inspired to try harder to pay more attention to those texts that are relationship focused and to really to really take my time with hanging out with people maybe even like reach out to some of the people in my bible study see if they want to hang out outside of bible study hmm like I, I try, and make, try and move that makes me nervous. I, I feel the tension and like, ooh, that's taking time away. But I, I think you feel it. You feel it already, do you? I feel it already. Just like saying it out loud and thinking about like maybe I could schedule another time to hang out with them. And like, and here's the thing. Here's the thing that's interesting. Like, 
I am scheduling another time to hang out with them because they want to watch the first Lord of the Rings movie with me. That doesn't stress me out because that has a purpose. But me yeah. going to them and being like, hey, do you just want to hang out? That stresses me out. Because that does not have a purpose. It's just a big, oh, we're spending time together. And it takes away from something else that you might have needed to do as well. It feels yeah, like that, but it's a really yeah. valuable thing to do. But I, about, I do, um, I do want to start working on really, on on giving more value to those relationships and less on yeah. my tasks. When I am presented with the opportunity, maybe making some opportunities if I can overcome that mental barrier. What about um, talking to strangers then, like on dog walks or out and about in town, or like the person <laughs> in the in 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 the, in the pet food shop that you go to. Or the checkout person when you go do your supermarket shop. What <sighs> do you feel about if, if that turns into a... I, I love talking to the checkout people and the um, and the person on the delicatessen and the person in the food shop now. I didn't used to, but it's yeah. really nice just pausing and talking to them. And they're always really pleased to have a chat as well. What do you feel about that kind of... So they're not people yeah. you know. There's no purpose to them at all. You're not going to get anything from it. You're just actually having a conversation with a complete stranger purely for the sake of having a conversation mm. well a couple things there uh first of all immediate anxiety uh second of all <laughs> I bet, I bet, yeah. um the second thing i thought was disregarding walks when it comes to like you know well are you talking about people in the checkout lines or the person doing the checkout Person doing the checkout, or the person okay, yeah, the they're they're working, like and so I I know they that they have a chat. Yeah, like I can do some small talk, but as soon as I'm done, I'm gonna get out of there because I know that if they're not busy, they want to like sit down and like get some water or something. And if they are busy, they're gonna be like, I don't have time to talk. Do you see how many people are behind you? Um, and and you know you know it, that might not be the case, but I do. I do want to be mindful of that, that even if I don't have a purpose necessarily that I need to be doing at the moment, they might. So I don't want to get but in the way of that. Could you not view it? Could you not view Okay, so if, what I mean to say is if a stranger started talking to you, like on the dog walk, like we talked about earlier, yeah. or, in the, or, yeah. or the checkout Walking. Lady, or the checkout man, would, would you talk to them back now, or would you be like, oh, still a bit nervous about it? I mean, I, I think I've always talked to them back. It's not a matter of me ditching the conversation. I don't know how to end conversations. I've had five-hour phone calls before because I'm just like, so... And they didn't say bye first. I've had that. I suppose I mean feel um, comfortable about having the conversation then with them. Um... You I... I... I will... Try to be more focused when that does happen. I think it does depend a lot on the situation and how comfortable I feel around them. If it feels like they're trying to steal my wallet, I might not. <laughs> um, but no. it's, uh, and I think that kind of goes back to when those opportunities pre present themselves, I'm gonna try and be more open-minded and less task-focused. I'm gonna. Yeah, I think that's an important point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I and I think, I think one cool thing I would myself. the only other thing, yeah, the only thing I the other thing I'd say is when when I talk to the people in the in the supermarket um, checkout, although I'm the one that strikes up the conversation sometimes, and sometimes they are. When I do, I kind of as well as viewing it as me taking back a bit of time for myself and just pausing and going slow and and allowing the checkout to be slower and and mm -hmm. having a nice chat with somebody. 
I view it as, as doing the same for them, even though they may not see it like that. I view mm. it as, as like giving them a bit of freedom and peace because they can slow down in their checkout. They usually do. They usually have a bit of a chat and mm. they give us a good smile and stuff. And I just view it as a just kind of putting a little bit of space in the day for both yeah. us and them just to get in between the, you know, the constant yeah. deluge of, I mean, of tasks. And I think if, we, if the... we all could do that a little bit more and a little bit more and just create a little bit more space every now and then, yeah. if everybody did it around the whole Western world, uh-huh. we would slowly find that we, we carved out quite a lot of space for all of ourselves. Yeah. And I think it is power we have to do for ourselves and for each other yeah i mean coming from a place of customer service i de- i definitely don't mind those conversations happening and sometimes they are really nice that is true but mm-hmm. I, again i am there to do a job i am working and while like even if it's like if it, if it's not busy, slowing down and all that stuff, that is fine. But also for some people, sometimes, talking to the customers feels like a chore. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, sometimes sometimes it's annoying. Sometimes you can tell yeah. they're annoyed and you stop. And sometimes you can't <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. There's all those grey areas. Yeah. But I think that, 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 that those, aren't ex- those aren't good reasons yeah. not to try to oh, yeah, no. free, free, free up the day and, and, and have a bit of peace and calm and find, mm-hmm. find yeah. time to... Yeah, I just, I just definitely, when that does happen, it's important to be mindful of they are working so they might not be in the best of mood, but they do have to smile. It's emotional labor. (laughs) It's emotional labor. They have to, if they will get complaints if they sit down or if they don't smile or like, it's, it's very, it's very much, they're like, let's also acknowledge that like, it's okay for customer service people to be in a bad mood, okay? I'm sorry if it ruins your moment in the store. You can just move on. It's not all about you, okay? (laughs) So many people complaining about so many stupid things nowadays. Like, Like, the fact that there are people complaining about workers sitting down I'm sorry. You, we've been standing up for five hours. Why don't, why don't you stand up I for five hours? <laughs> there's too much. There's too, there is too much pressure on all on, on everybody and every kind of walk of life yeah. at the moment. And that's that's absolutely a good example. And it's come from the management, you yeah. know. And and as a result, the customers complain about it. But if the manager didn't expect it and didn't support it, then it it, yeah. it wouldn't affect the staff. Yeah. You know. Um. And it is a too too high an expectation. And I suppose that's all I'm trying to say is. Yeah. That, yeah. You know, it it would it would be good if does... they have that time to slow down and if but. But yeah, that's but that's yeah. what I mean is is the system expects a lot of high expectations across mm-hmm. the board in all kinds mm-hmm. of situations, and it is whether we believe it or not, it is in our individual and our collective power mm-hmm. to say, nope, I, I am going to be more peaceful. I am going to mm-hmm. be calmer. I am going to be relaxed. I, mean, I am going to take time for myself. Mm-hmm. You don't get the right to tell me to 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 do this, that, and the other all the time, mm-hmm. and it, it absolutely is in our collective and individual power to mm-hmm. to do that. It just takes a leap, a leap of faith, and I think. Mm-hmm. I think generations beneath us, even the young, young, younger mm-hmm. than you, Ethan, I think they are beginning to see that. Yeah. Um, uh, it's hard to see. It's hard to see how it can work. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. But I think I think I think it's important. Otherwise, we'll 
get even more down this path, get even more down this path, more and more task focused. Can you imagine it being more pressure, more task focused <sighs> than it is now, and how oh. bad that would be? I that, mean, but that's why that's why we've <laughs> got to stand up now and say, "I'm taking our t- we're taking our time back." Because yeah. if we don't, we'll end up in a place where there's even more task focused than there is yeah. now, and that won't be healthy yeah. for anybody. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's a good note to end on. Yeah, um, cool, cool. Yeah, thank you so much you. for talking about this with me. Your perspectives on friendships were really valuable. I mean, the fact that I am going out of this conversation with a goal in mind, I'm not sure if I've had that with our other conversations. Like, I've gone away like, oh, that was an interesting talk, but I have, like, a goal for, for now. Cool. Like, well, that's nice. That's really nice. This was perhaps one of the least contentious conversations we've had well <laughs> in terms of the subject matter. But Maybe. Was, uh, yeah. 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 I guess really I guess we'll have to see what other people think about friendship afterwards. Yeah. yeah. It'd be interesting to hear if anybody thinks we're mad. Yeah. 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 And again, even if you think we are mad, we are definitely not experts and we are definitely not claiming to be. So um, <laughs> thank you so much uh, for taking the time to listen to us talk about this and feel free to Leave comments on the YouTube channel, on our Facebook upload. Um, Yeah, thank you so much. Y'all have a good one. Bye.